And how was your day, baby? <laughs> yeah, what we gonna do with him? I'm about to ski down so for a minute. I'm about to ski down for a minute. Yeah, he got to ski down because baby, listen, y'all. We got baby girl uh, acquiring skills, <laughs> building up her skill repertoire for um, for what is it? Are you switching back? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know we got this whole Facebook, and they they tell you that they're making you switch to these different portals and this whole format and so forth. But nevertheless, um, my baby girl is learning how to cook. <laughs> well, she knows, but we are increasing her palate so she knows how to cook her food when she is out in the world. Yeah. And so, um, we have decided that it would behoove her <laughs> to cook okay. to earn her keep around these parts. That's what I said, because I can say that. Uh, she have to earn her keep around these parts uh, while she's uh, doing, she's home, you know, virtual school and so forth. And she is a senior this year, so it's only right that you know, whatever her destiny take, wherever her destiny takes her after this school year, whether it's stay at home for college or go away for college or work or whatever it is, you know, she didn't know how to eat and feed her, well, cook so she can eat. She know how to eat. She, she got that part down packed. So, and she's thankfully for her, she has a mother who has always said, try it. Basically, threatening her to try things. So she's already had her palace exposed to trying things. So now you got to go and do it and see what it tastes like when you put your hands on it. Mm. So, saying all that, she is baking chicken. <laughs> and she didn't come out when she heard the timer beeping. But she knows that we have a show going on. That's why she was probably um, being a little respectful. But, yeah. It's still the chicken's still alive. Well, I, I, told her, I told her what time I mean, how much time to put it on for her to come back. It's still alive right now. You know, just, just something for the people. But I had a really uh, positively wacky day. Um, I am humbly thankful for being gainfully involved. <laughs> That's the highlight of it all. Just, okay. you know, just <laughs> give it thanks for, yeah, that's all I can say. Honey, y'all know it's not always um, okay yeah. in Zamunda. Mm. Right? Okay. okay, very good. That's all I got. I'm trying <laughs> to get this volume squared away. So I can make, everybody is probably muted. So make sure you unmute yourself. Hmm. Let me see. I don't think I have you all 
muted, just making sure. So as we do this more and more, we get better and better, okay? It's just like riding a bike, um, simples. Yeah. All right. Um, and this is the new the new era of communicating and um, doing things of the sort. So mm -hmm. if you see that we have some technical difficulties, charge to the game, not our hearts. Okay. 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 Well. I want to hear. Can you? But you all can hear me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very good. Buddha can be obviously heard because he was geeked up just now. Okay. Okay, so hello, Sippers, old and new. We always, we love you coming in, you know what I mean? Showing your undeniable love for us and support mm -hmm. every week when you come in and you tune in. Tonight we have three <laughs> extra special people in the building. Yeah. Um, and that is because they are of added value to our self-awareness series. And uh, tonight uh, we're talking about types of love, love languages, and emotional energy. And they, again, they all have their input uh, for particular reasons. And you'll find out about that as we go through the show. Mm -hmm. um, you've seen the beautiful Bobby and the boho baby, you've seen them a few times before. Uh, they are very near and dear to us. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you might see them again. Oh, I ain't seen them in a long time. I mean, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> period. How they say period? <laughs> they ain't been on the show with seven. All right. <laughs> and so he ain't gonna do right. Uh, and then you've seen our lovely LaToya Toys Box, our in-house sex expert. Yes. And so they are, uh, like I said, they're going to be a part of the show, um, everyone. And they'll, they'll, they can introduce themselves. I just wanted to hit the, hit the overview of the who. Uh, why? Because that's what we do. Okay, I'm okay. just saying. Uh, and then we're gonna get right into it. So first and foremost, what y'all sipping on? Mm. We've got a little Cabernet. 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 Okay, got that oh. red red wine. Oh, they fancy, fancy. <laughs> fancy, fancy. I don't need to be a part of you. But I, I got my H2O. <laughs> okay. You, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. At least you could have had it on a fancy glass. Yeah, I'm saying. Call it we're going to get a fancy glass. I'll do it just for you. Just put a little line. And call it vodka. You ain't had to call it nothing. Just. And call it vodka. Because last week, was it last week? We had some nice fancy glass. Go ahead and get you some. Go and get your fancy glass. Make it look fly. We got the plastic, plastic cup. cup so this oh. close enough, but hey. you got something good Listen. in it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. When you see that cup, you don't ever think you don't ever think there's some out no no soda or nothing. It's something a little special in that cup. Every time you see them type of cups, oh my bad. You talking about fancy, fancy. That's fancy, fancy. And it's shiny at the bottom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
I'm sipping. Oh, look, I have to be careful when I place it down. <laughs> place it down. I was gifted the cup. Um, um, good, good Judy of mine. She uh, wanted some girl time, and so myself and another lady, we went to do what we do, support. You know, mm-hmm. do what the, when the girls call, we we be on it. You know. And so with that being said, these were some glasses that she had for us to take away. Um, and I was like, yo, you, you are, let me tell you, I'm going to be drinking if I drink over the week, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that. But what I'm drinking is, um, I don't even know what kind of brown liqueur it is. I don't know. I'm going to just say the name. They ain't paying me for this, but they're going to get this one for free. I'm drinking <laughs> Southern Comfort, and I smashed some oranges in it to give me an orangey taste, and I have a splash of ginger ale. Now that's fancy. Oh, me? Oh, I had to go. It was fancy, and it tastes real good. I got some brown rum, ginger ale, splash, cranberry. Because they ain't paying me for it. I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> well, you know, we're working on that. All right. Soon right. come. Soon they come. shall pay. Mm. They want us to sip. We okay. want it. We want to sip too. Okay. In the meantime, between time. So <laughs> you have Cabernet, someone had and pinkies up. All, All right. All around, sippers, new sippers, old sippers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now tuned in to Sipping a Conversation with Boo and Baby. And we about to get this thing. And we about to get into it because, you know, we want to have time to go over this stuff. And look, I have to say for this series, yet again, we are not experts, yeah. except for one. She got the experts on sex. Okay. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Ain't gonna do right. Uh, we are not paid professionals for uh, psychiatry, psychiatry, psychology, whatever, all things mental health. That is not this. What we are providing you all is purely about our personal opinions and research from said Google. Okay? Or in a particular um author of different books that you may hear throughout the show and mm-hmm. so forth and so on okay so it is not us All right. but the information is very um helpful i i believe especially in this time that we're living in because we don't really talk about it from a deep perspective and so i know it's a small change of pace because you are accustomed to seeing clowning every week and things, but we've been doing this series on self-awareness because you can't just do this in one week. You just can't have no one week topic on, you know, one week self-awareness and then it's like, okay, so then what? I was really tuned in. I was really listening. I was really focused. Like, okay, so what am I supposed to do with that? Like, you know, and then we just leave you. So we decided that this was the level that we were going to take it on a few weeks and just kind of add things to it. And of course, as I said, we're bringing in some people beautiful people that's going to help us, you know, for the culture. All right, very good. 
Yay. For the culture. So going right into it. You better, baby, you better pronounce these words. You know I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. All right. Well, shoot. We got, you know, we're talking about love languages, eight types of love. So I figured the first thing we should do is come over and talk about these eight types of love. You know, we all know about the first one, agape. Well, it's not the first one. That's the one you wrote first. But go ahead. Damn, boy, you cut me at the knees. You sure you don't want to do this? No. Nope. <laughs> you miss saying, you say it wrong, then they're going to be like, that ain't the first one. You're the first one on my page. Right. Be clear with the, with the people because well, you one. already know how Damn they man. do now. You know Damn how man. the simple is. Damn, man. You know, they all went to church at some point in life. And the first thing they heard was agape. Which is unconditional love. That's what it means, I believe. Eros, <laughs> which is romantic love, right? Philia. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> 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 which is uh, affectionate love. Uh, I'm going to help. I'm going to open the plug. This one up. Let's keep it like Phil, Philadia, Philadia, right? Oh, shit. Found it. Which is? Which is? Give me five proof. Oh, Self-love. <laughs> Give me five proof. Uh, stove. I got you. Stove, which is a familiar love. Pragma, which is enduring love. Lotus, which is uh, playful love. And Mandia, which Mandia. is obs- Mandia, which is obsessive love. Uh, I actually got through that thing without butchering it up too tough. No, but you was really rushing. So we're going to go back through that, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you know, you got That's what I'm here for. Oh, he wanted to see me sweat. No, I don't. But he, he actually is a walking book of knowledge. He's very good. And it, it it's, we are a team. Ooh. Go team. Okay. So what he said was philia. Which is affectionate love, pragma, enduring love, storage, familiar love, eros, romantic. Everything I'm going to say is going to have love behind it, so I'm not going to keep repeating myself, okay? Okay, okay very good. Eros, <laughs> ludus, mm-hmm. which is playful, mania, obsessive, uh, philatia, self-love, and agape, selfless love, okay? So those are the eight types of love. Okay. How does that roll into self-awareness? We're going to take that first. We're going to start mm-hmm. with our toys toy box. Mm-hmm. And you and I and the reason why I'm referring to her as toys toy box, she'll get into that a little bit later in the show, but she can um before she, when she starts, she can tell you her name, and then later we'll um, we'll have her tell you a little bit, and you'll hear a little bit about the lovely uh, Nikki Jenkins and the beautiful Bobby, because yeah. they all have something to um, bring. Okay. So, what do you? How do you feel with the types of love? You know. Um, how does that tie into self-awareness to you? Hey, everyone. It's Toya. 
Um, when we speak about the eight different types of love that um, is often identified and self-awareness, and it is important to have um, that e emotional awareness and um, emotional intelligence in order to be able to properly allocate and uh, the different type of love to people that you are in, in relationship with, whether it be um, a love romantic relationship, whether it be a friendship, a family ship, um, a professional working relationship. And so um, as it pertains to um, your awareness and self-awareness, it's just really good to have um, a, a stable level. And I don't use that loosely, um, of emotional intelligence um, and just self-awareness all around holistically in order to be able to properly allocate those different types of love. Well said. Big words. Oh. <laughs> Y'all, I won't be doing like this with him all night, okay? <laughs> He's so bad. He ain't changed. Boy. You know your boy. You know your boy. He, it wouldn't be a show okay. without Buddha. If he wasn't Buddha. Right. I agree. And Bobby. <laughs> hey guys. How do you all feel though the types of love correlates with self-awareness? I'm gonna let you go. Don't be pointing at yeah. me. You go first. Look, he broke down all the love. I'm not familiar with all that love. I just I I, I just love, man. Like it's you know, <laughs> love you know honestly though you know we were talking earlier and we more so came from the perspective about love languages okay and um and, and if it's okay i'd like to share share on that absolutely um, different types of love languages there's a, you know the book that talks about the five love languages and they talk about you know words of affirmation uh acts of service there's receiving gifts uh quality time and physical touch and as we were talking about it earlier you know as we were preparing for the show it was good because we were talking about self-love, right? Right. Now, this, this was key, right? How you love yourself with these love languages. And it was different than how we love each other, your significant other. And then the third aspect was how you love other people. Right. That, that was like, and it, you, yeah. And then you also <laughs> love different, you, it changes. It changes yes. over time as you change as a person and as the people around you change, your your language changes. So just be. yeah, that conversation was very interesting. It was very interesting, we, yeah. We talked because we, we we didn't really we never like dive into that. We kind of know each other's language, so you know you kind of default because you know like you know hers is touch. You know I just start touching and we good to go. Like you know little <laughs> child, like you do what you like, what you see is what you go get. Yeah, right. So I just got a little touchy feely, and we good to go. Little you know, kiss on the back of the neck. Yeah, you did all that, all that. Hello, hello. Right. Okay. okay. So, as Bobby mentioned, we are merging oh, yeah. types of love and the and the love languages. So, just to uh, repeat a little bit about the types of love, we know there there they talk. I think there's actually seven. But the ones that they hit on the most is is there's five of them. And on repeat, what Bobby mentioned was words of affirmation, acts of services, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. 
Um, and so for me, how I see the love languages, and like you mentioned with the types of love, for me, with all of that entangled with regards to self-awareness, first and foremost, I need to love myself. Mm-hmm. And and I need to I need to give myself, I say, unconditional love. So that would be the agape love. You know, if I'm going to identify the type of love I have for myself, I would probably say the agape love because it's selfless love. But then there's the self-love, which is the philatia, philatia. So, you know, I, 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 in, in if if I go dig deeper, there will probably it would all probably match together. But I'm a firm believer personally. Love is love. Like I'm like Bobby. Like oh no, it's like love is love. But I do know what my love language. I know that with the who that I know that I have become in my now, um, what's important to me, what makes me happy, what gives me peace, what makes me have sanity, you know, at the end of each day. Um, I guess I'm like a combination of all of them, essentially, you know, I I feel like I really need them all to be balanced. Um, there's, There's probably one that'll be more than the others, which will be acts of service. Because uh, just telling me, but don't do it. Don't play well with me. Um, because that, you know, that's just me. Uh, so for me, knowing my, being aware of the things that makes me feel a certain way that puts me in a, and it, and it doesn't even necessarily apply to a relationship when I'm looking at relationships, period, friendships, family, coworkers, you know, how I relate to other people, it's going to change. It's definitely going to vary because of, but the who that I am, that won't change. So that's what you get. That's what I got. And go. my girl, <laughs> um, let me correlate all this for myself. Think self. And Stephanie, make sure you guys, are, gals and guys, are dropping your comments below. Um, if you have some questions that you hear throughout the, the course of our episode, um, for for either of our guests that's talking tonight, mm-hmm. drop it down low. Okay. So All right. How does this equate? How does knowing the eight types of love, knowing your love language? equate to you uh, for your self-awareness. Well, to identify with love itself, I'm going to love my wife, my girlfriend differently than I love my best friend, my brother, my mother, my coworker, or whoever's been uh, co-aligned in my life, right? Mm -hmm. So if I tell my best friend I love you, you know, the first thing they're thinking, is this a romantic love? (laughs) You know, what you mean you love me? I ain't you know, homosexual, I'm a heterosexual man, and why are you telling me that you love me? Because they don't understand that there's more than one type of love. You see what I'm saying? So how do we get to a point where we're comfortable 
telling another man I love you? How do you get to a point of telling somebody who ain't your family member that ain't your lover that you love them? We got to understand it all in order to bring it full circle. So, you know, knowing the type of love would help you know how to figure out the love language they need in order for you to understand them and uh, understand you. That's how I correlated it all together. Yes. I like that. Ooh, that's powerful. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like powerful. that. So, carry on. <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> so, um, I'm go back. I'm sorry, baby. I got go ahead. Speak up what you said, because you're going to have to speak a little, come into your mic. Okay. Who said that? No, I know um, what you were saying, uh, Nikki. I was saying we have to make that the norm, where, we're te where we can tell each other that we love you without it being something sexual, you know? And then for that to happen, there has to be a lot of healing. Mm -hmm. That and a lot of and a lot of um, <clears throat> looking at ourselves in the mirror individually, and then looking at ourselves in the mirror collectively. And I think that's what we're doing right now. We're getting a chance to see collectively things mm -hmm. that have been going on behind the scene, people taking advantage of people. So, so I got a question to everybody on the panel: um, Why do we love? Why do you love? Why do you love? And why do you love? And why do you love? I, I think it's natural. That's easy yeah. for me. I, I, I love because I need love. Yeah, I mean, I, I need it. I need it. I give it because I need it. You know I mean? <laughs> see, hold on now. I'm feeling that because your answer was different from your answer. You see what I'm saying? All right. So you're coming from two different perspectives. We and all I say that. need, I, I'm not saying need it per se. And I, reason, I guess for me, the reason why I'm saying it's natural is because it just flows like it, it, it's, it's the, it's like the, like that's normal for me to, to need love. Like I, and I guess that's for me because mm -hmm. I am, I was raised in a very nurturing and loving environment. So my perception of love flows easily and naturally and organically for me. I can call my cousins and just say, I love you. And we like, we, I, we ain't gotta say a whole, use a lot of words. It's like, or send, we send a group message that that's, that's the unity that was embedded in us. So that's, I've been knowing that since I knew how to, as I'm concerned, I knew how to talk. I've been hugged, I've been cuddled, I've been nurtured in love. And, and that's what we've been, you know, that's what we've been bred in love. So I personally, it's a, I'm a product of the environment. So that's why I said for me, it's like, it's natural. Okay. And I can, I can, um, I can understand what Bobby is saying. And Bobby's saying that he, he gives love uh, because he needs love. And without even knowing and understanding as a child what love actually is, you treat people how you want to be treated, right? And so you show people love, not even knowing that you are expressing love to them because you're hoping that it's reciprocated back to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we tend to do that. We, we tend to give what we need, right? 
that's mm-hmm. what you do, but a lot of mm-hmm. people don't understand that. So you take like, you know, for instance, baby, you saying you grew up with that as natural, you know, and again, not to break down the, the gender of male, female, because nowadays there's a lot of anomalies, right? You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of crossovers in different areas. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but mm-hmm. I mean that, especially for men, a lot of times that, you know, I love you, that, that could be stretched and that's perceived as being not now, fortunately for me, the men around me, I don't have to worry about that. It's a I, normal thing. I, I could walk up on, I could walk up on Buddha and hug Buddha with two hands. Ain't, ain't nothing. We good. I can tell Buddha I love you. That's nothing. Yeah. Tell me love. Like, and it, for me, I'm, I'm blessed, right? Mm-hmm. All the men around me, majority of them, 95% of them, I could walk up to them, put both arms around them, say, I love you, bro. I kiss them on the cheek and, and we good. You know, mm-hmm. and we have a group called Confidence Factor for men, right? Right. right. Buddha's, you know, part of the group. So he'll tell you, you know, but there's some men that haven't crossed that threshold. So we as men who understand that, we have cultivated an environment where mm-hmm. we can help bring and inch those men along. So we have something that's called heart level. Heart level. Heart level is a communication to say, look, man, I love you. I'm feeling you. We're coming from the same frequency, same vibe. And you push that out from the heart. We say heart level. That is for all the men. But then you have the, 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 the group that's the inner circle where we understand, it, it, hey, bro, look, I'm doing for you what I need for me. And we, this has to happen. And I think that through our group, we are cultivating a new world. In this, in this sense, right? So there'll be, there will come a time where it, that won't be a big deal. But again, until we get there, some people are not raised with that, you know, I love you. And, and, and when I say I give what I need, you know, I've been to prison, right? And so in prison, they will put you in solitary confinement. That's the punishment. Think about that for a minute. That's the punishment to keep you away from everybody. That goes to show you that innately you must have human interaction, touch, feel, you know, and yes. that, that energy, you need yes. it. People go mad. People mm-hmm. go mad if left on the island to themselves because you need people. But, you know, some people say, oh, I don't need nobody. You know, I... I, yeah. I, 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 you, weren't I created, you weren't created to be alone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just like we need um, water, you know, to survive, we need food to survive. Um, human touch and and affection is just as important as it is for sleep and water and food. I mean, a lot of times we neglect that factor, but going back to self-awareness, when you are aware of and aligned with who you are and mm-hmm. you're one with yourself, you know, you will understand and know and will be okay with saying, I need that physical touch. Make some more than others. You know, some need more food than others. Some need more rest than others. Some need more water than others, right? Mm-hmm. But you need that physical touch. You need that that warm embrace. You need that hug. Okay, I can I can dig that. I was I was doing some research on that just a little bit, mm-hmm. and one person said, um, and "One is the notion because love makes you whole." You know, is opposite of loneliness right you know one person said love is the escape of loneliness and the need for it is the escape of loneliness then another person said we need love because um, we're trying to satisfy our base desires you know what i'm saying what desires base 
desires to live, procreate, and all that. You know, they were talking about love in the sense of giving you the desire to want to create. Okay. Be one. Well, yeah. So I, I was just enamored by that question, you know. Why do we need that? You know, because not everybody, like Bobby said, not everybody grows up with that loving family, that right. loving tradition right. that people grow to come to know. And then how do they learn how to love when somebody's been shitting on them all their life? You know what I'm saying? I had to really learn that personally. Like, be, you know, I didn't really realize how privileged or how fortunate I was with regards to the way that my families Mm -hmm. uh, interacted and the way we coexisted as a family, as a unit. And so with saying that, I didn't, I don't want to say I took advantage of it because I didn't. I mean, I was like naive, I guess, to the fact that I was really fortunate it wasn't until I really got to be a mid-adult, my mid-adult years, mm-hmm. that because I'm still a tenderoni for the for the record. I, okay, very good, Ooh, very right. good. I just want everybody to know that for the record. I'm just saying, baby, it's mm-hmm. still a tenderoni, roni, roni, tenderoni. But nevertheless, I didn't realize it, and so I was. You know, you would be talking to people, and I'm like, y'all don't, y'all don't have cookouts. Y'all, y'all don't call, y'all don't, y'all don't talk to each other. Like, you can't just go to your mama house. Like, your mama don't have love packages to give you. Like, my family made shit normal. <laughs> I got you. And it's my fault that my churn think it's normal. Yeah, I get you. So, go ahead. That was your experience in your Mm -hmm. family. What was the experience of the, the, did you have friends around you? Did all of your friends have the same experience? They didn't, but it, because when they come around, they will be embraced. So they just, assume part of the family okay Mm -hmm. and then when I would go around I would just be assumed to be part of the family so there was just a sense of normalcy with being accepted Mm -hmm. like you mentioned by going to prison I had a kid at 16 and I had been with my friends since you know we we I met most of my older friends, you know, like when I was 10. So these were my girlfriends. And then here I am with, I'm pregnant now, you know, 16. And their moms, they may have said stuff behind my back. I don't know. But I know one thing, they never said I couldn't come to their house or be around my friends, their daughters, you know, like I wasn't a bad influence. Mm. You know, I made that, I won't say I made a mistake. The situation happened. Uh, but I was still going to school. I was still on my game. I was still, you know, like I didn't just fall off the bridge and just fall apart. Right. I was still 
a model role. I, I, you know, the role model because I guess now you now you can say you don't want to be like Taquana. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you, I made them step their game up too because if I can do this, y'all ain't got no excuse. It was kind of like one of those things, and I was out. They at the bus stop. I'm at the bus stop. Okay. You know what I mean? So, but again, I'm just saying well, as far as the way love and but it it was a normal thing for me to even not saying it's bad for him, but certain things they don't do that we did. We hang like. Yeah, well, we hang, hang. My people's we we'll go ride out of town to go hang, like, cause that's what we do. Like, and it's like, so y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't get together just for no reason, cause it's Tuesday. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't have to be holidays or funerals, you know. I, share, I want to share. Um, some people we doing a watch party, right? So I have yeah. one of the confidence back, uh, one of the other confidence factor brothers, okay. co-founders, and he says that uh, Darian Hill. He says that. I love because I am love. I was made in love. Yeah. Okay. That's I how I feel. It. I feel uh, that. Well, and I, well, you know, <laughs> I can play devil's advocate to that, but I'm gonna let that ride. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. No. Yeah, I like that. I like. I I agree with that for myself. I feel like I I'm a, I'm a creation. I am love. Yeah. Period. Ash uh, Toya is love. Period. I feel it. I feel it. You know, me, I you know, I had to come personally, this is personally, I had to come to know love a little differently. Right? I had to come to know love a little differently. You know, my mom and dad, they were together. They showed me love from a parenting perspective. They gave me an outline. But I was the type of person that, you know, danced to the beat of my own drum, right? So when I came to loving a girlfriend or a, a significant other, it was differently because all I known was self-love, take care of me. So to learn how to love a person the way they needed to be loved was differently for me. You know what I'm saying? So it came off arrogant, right? It came off um, um, a little put off standoffish. Some women didn't understand that from me. You know what I'm saying? They was like, oh, man, you so cold. But all I knew was me, you know, and my mom and dad gave me everything. So I was spoiled in a way. So when I seen a woman, I, I was like, tell. Well, <laughs> let me see, look at you. Look, watch playing. But I'm just being honest, though. So when the when when person says, I am love, love made me, you know, what happened if you were, you know, came from, um, hey, to be as graphic, but you know, you was a prostitute and happened to slip up this time. Do you call that love or just call that a transaction? When I, I think what, what that individual met, um, man, you tell me if I'm wrong, Bobby, when they say that they were, were created in love, I don't think he was saying because his parents were in love with each other. Um, I think maybe I because of maybe more of a spiritual alignment with mm-hmm. himself and his creator, and that the reason why he was created is because someone thought enough of him and loved him enough to create him. I understood exactly that. The physical part of the man and woman becoming intimate, more so of 
the creator that created heaven and earth or um, just more of a spiritual alignment? I mean, I understood that, that I did. But what okay. I'm saying to you is, if you don't have the I, that ideology of what love could be, not even on a spiritual level, because some not, not everybody are spiritual. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you wouldn't identify with that as being love. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and that's why I was saying, you know, mm-hmm. that I I I have to remember to look at things from as from from the perspective mm-hmm. of me as an individual, like right. just my personal uh, background with regards to it, because. I know that my experience is not equivalent even with, like I say, with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they didn't have love, but it wasn't the level in which I received it. And so my views growing up, mm-hmm. that's that's that was the foundation that I had mm-hmm. to work with, you know? Mm-hmm. And so well, um, the situation is going to be one way, you're going to have one way. And so that's in true. my now, that's why when we were talking about the love languages, it can change mm-hmm. is because your needs change right. over time. And mm-hmm. so now I am more spiritually conscious of things, person, places, and things, you know, and more importantly of myself. And mm-hmm. so like you mentioned, you know, the spiritual alignment, I know that I am, you know, those are just the affirmations that I personally use. And so I am going to manifest that which I desire. And so if I am, if I want love and I want to, you know, if I want it to be received, I have to put it out. I got to put out that which I want to receive, right? So it kind of go hand in hand. And so it depends on what level you really looking at it. But again, depend on the type of love that you identify with. There's eight of them. Right. You know, and then you're going to look at it. And and again, all of this ties into your self-awareness. When you start mm-hmm. learning, getting to the deep, deep surface, you know, getting down at the bottom of what is it? Like Buddha said, what is love to you? Mm-hmm. So what you think love is to you is how you're going to align yourself Right. And how you're going to identify with your individual love language, whether it be for your relationships, again, um, workships, family ships, you mm-hmm. know, friendships. You know what I mean? It's not it's not exclusive to just knowing your love language isn't exclusive to just a partnership with your partner. Well, yeah, like knowing your love language, but like how do people really identify? So like if I wanted to show love to you, baby, how am I going to show love? You know what I'm saying? One say I can give you gifts if you gift givers or whatnot. I get it. What baby wall? But then again, on baby the other is. hand, on the other hand, <laughs> it could be the act of sex, right? Mm-mm. What? What? Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, it is. <laughs> I know what he's going. I know what he's doing. I just I mean, I had to. You know. I mean, it could be the act of sex. I'm, 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 that oneness, right? Look, okay. <laughs> look, look, look at the expert. <laughs> this is your time to shine, okay? <laughs> It, it can be the act of set, the connecting together, that oneness, and I'm going to show you by how I artistically express on your body how I feel about you. So now, <laughs> so now, with regards to a person feeling they are associating having sex, absolutely, as their means of expressing their love, right? And I tell you what, 
if you ain't getting sex, you definitely ain't feeling the love. <laughs> that's part of it. That's not all of it. Don't we're not even gonna we gonna let him but when you hear that, um, Toya, as our sex expert, mm-hmm. how does that how do you see that? How would you answer that? Can you restate your question? I'm sorry. It's okay. When you are when you hear someone saying that they are sex basically equates to love, mm-hmm. that, how does that oh, how, how do you a lot it? of times when I hear an individual say that, um, it's because of their experience or their exposure or lack thereof. And so when I hear individuals say, Well, you know, I know that they love me because you know, they have sex with me or, you know, they're having sex with me as much as I want them to have sex with me or they're having sex with me the way I, the way I want them to have sex with me. So n- now I'm, I know that, okay, they equate physical touch and intimacy and physical intimacy with love. And with that being said, if a person identifies a sex with physical intimacy or just physical touch um, and having sex, it's more so if the person is having sex with them the way they want them to have sex and how often or not as often as they want to have sex. Um, and, and, it's, and I can't discredit it because it's their feeling, it's their emotion, it's how, how they look at things. Um, I can always challenge them to view things another way, um, but you have to kind of meet people where they are and say, okay, well, this is your way of receiving love or giving love, um, you know, it's just up to that person that they're with to understand them where they are. Um, and so I don't, I don't judge anyone that thinks that way. Um, I don't think little or more or less um, of anyone that, that feels that way. Um, it's just understanding that that person has had an experience that caused them to equate sex to love and just try to more so understand that experience that they had. I got something to say, but I'm going to let everybody right. else drop it. So, Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby. That was beautifully said, Toya. I, I appreciate you. That Thank was you, my baby. experience. That was my experience. That was my, 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 I grew up a lot in, um, how people are hearing volume. Yeah, here. Not you, but the people. Um, foster homes. I grew up in group homes and foster homes, and back and forth with different uh, different family members. Mm-hmm. So I got my you. my personal experience growing up was very different from yours, um, T. And the way that I learned love, or what I thought was love, I learned it through through sex mm-hmm. you know, um traumatized at you know very very early age you know and so there's a something that happens in in a child's brain something happens in a child's brain that it it turns something on and for myself personally i began to internalize a lot of things and because we are the creators of our reality, because we create 
from our subconscious mind, I began to create um, a particular experience, a particular reality. And it was kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy, mm-hmm. right? Before, back when I didn't know any better, I thought that that was how reality was, mm-hmm. you know? Because to be frank with you, there were people around me, they had the same reality I did too. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the same reality. And so, especially, you know, you have people, minorities, you know, mm-hmm. people of color, we have a particular type of experience a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And it, it, um, it creates this culture. It creates this, this um, a program almost that a lot of us begin to, to walk out and manifest. And then we, we, we have this label or this, this, um, this thought that we're damaged, you know? Mm-hmm. So what's happening now, what's so beautiful about the energy on the planet right now is all of that is being healed. All of that is being healed. The fact that Bobby, you've got this group of guys that you guys can 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 talk to each other and and love on each other. That's needed in the yeah. black community. Black men need to release toxic masculinity. It's not cute. Not even a little bit. Right. Right? It's really not. But yeah. guess what? We're healing that. Right. We're healing that. And, and what's so beautiful about it is these things are coming up not to be judged. These things are coming up to be seen and to be dealt with. Yeah. Right? To just be seen. And, and the very act sometimes of looking at something, bringing something to the light can be incredibly healing. Incredibly mm-hmm. healing. And so that's what's happening right now. We're, we're talking about all these things. You know, these things are coming up in the media you know, the Me Too movement, all the shadows, the collective shadows of, of, of society, of humanity, it's all coming up to the surface to be seen. So, from, one, from one sister to another, I am proud of you. I am so proud of you. I grew up very similar to you, very, very almost identical. And I'm proud of you. Oh, I'm proud of you. I'm Thank proud you. of you. I, I, what I love, I had, I had a couple of friends that grew up like T and sometimes I would lay in bed at night and, and like be thinking, praying to yeah. God, Buddha, yeah. Allah, whoever, whoever listens. Me? Don't pray to me. <laughs> Actually, you, you got, you got caught slipping that time, man. <laughs> that I could just maybe trade places and be in a two-parent household. You know, I wanted to be a Cosby kid. I wanted yeah. to be a Cosby kid. Yeah. I wanted to be on Little House on the Prairie. Michael Landon was my daddy in my head. Laura <laughs> <laughs> Ingalls. But um, I said all that to say I, I wanted that so badly when I was young. But now, growing up and having experienced all the things that I've experienced, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I have seen contrast. 
mm-hmm. seeing what I thought love was and what society told me love was, but now I really know what love is. Right. That came through a journey. And the journey, this is the this is the thing we we this is where I think a lot of humans miss it. We got it into our head that the human experience is sunshine and roses. Mm-hmm. And that is not the case. Mm-hmm. The human experience is not shun, sun, all sunshine and roses. <laughs> you, you sure about that? Because, you know, let the world tell it. Well, it's about popping bottles and making money. <laughs> yeah, let the, let the world, we know what the world, you go on Instagram, nobody is going to put on Instagram and Facebook their bullshit. Excuse my, excuse my French. No, speak <laughs> candidly. <laughs> We're going to see all the beautiful photo edited pictures, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not going to see, you know, when they're in the, the depths of their despair, right? Mm-hmm. So now what's happening is with this blessing that we find ourselves in, this is a blessing. This is a, you might not, it might not feel like a time of blessing, but it's a time of blessing. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that is we're all getting an opportunity to look at our shadows, look at our mm-hmm. fears, look at our beliefs, look at our, our collective everything. That- because, we're de- because we're desiring more, right? We're desiring more. We're desiring a new world, new aspect. I always, I always liken it to two people standing on the corner. Mm-hmm. Buddha, Buddha and I stand on the corner. I'm looking up and I'm like, man, that, that, that rainbow, that purple, is so dominant and so powerful in the rainbow. And Buddha's like, man, the orange is so powerful, dominant. The passerby comes say, well, I heard y'all talking. Is it purple or is it orange without looking up, right? And say, well, who's lying? Which one are you lying? And so the human experience is about the contrast. It's about the different aspects. And I say, hey, Buddha, come over here. Look from right here. And Buddha said, oh, it is more purple over here. And Buddha said, come over here. Come on. Oh, it is more orange. And we get a chance to share and to interact. And, and, and the, the, uh, the experience becomes more full, right? And so as my wife was saying, and, and I love this, there's a, there's a book uh, called The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. Mm-hmm. This particular book was so powerful to me because I can remember being at such a low point and I was thinking how my wife was thinking, man, this is it. This is the end of me. I'm done. I'm not going to make it. And he says in the book, he says, I must have the night to appreciate the day. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the contrast. That's very powerful. How would you even know what day was unless you see night? night. Yeah. Love was unless you see, you know, the hey. side mm-hmm. of life. And, mm-hmm. and this is the fullness of so the human experience. experience. And this is what we came for. This yeah. is, we, we are divine. We, we are, imp- come on now. We undress <laughs> Think about it like this you're God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell people that I'm God Jr. I'm God Jr. Period. You undressed yourself. You undressed yourself, right? Or you shrunk yourself down. Well, however you want to, however your imagination does it, right? And and now you're in this this human body. This human. You had to pass through the veil of forgetting, right? Where you forgot that you was God. Oh shit, I'm a human. Okay, now what? You have a whole human experience. And mm-hmm. then at the, and then at some point, you go back. You begin to remember. Yeah. 
you begin to recollect, you begin to remember why you came here, right? And so now what's so cool about the energy on the planet right now, it's a mass awakening. It's a mass awakening. It's almost as if we're all going through a mass initiation, right? And we're waking up, we're being jogged, like shaken. Forced into it. You, you, everybody once upon a time would say, if I had more time, if I had this, if I had that, I would do this, that, and the third, right? So here, here lies this unfortunate crisis, pandemic, that's forced you to now put time and energy in the areas where, you know, think about that business, how to get, how to make more money, you know, um, working out instead of going in the gym, how do you save more money? I've been doing, working on trying to minimize savings in different ways. So I, for me, Thankfully, I was a kind of ahead of the whole pandemic with certain things. I was building little small workout pieces so I can work out at home when I didn't want to go get up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym. I can just get up at 5 a.m. and work out on my back patio, <laughs> you know, and, and be just as, just, and, and still maintain and sustain, right? And so... For him, it's I know that he he's really like going hard in the paint on passive income, and I'm with it. You know, I can I'm I'm I'm, I'm I can be like, well, go ahead and figure it out, write it down, so you can let me know what they say. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm really excited because he's using his time wisely. I didn't have to. I've already said enough, you know what I mean? So I get to sit back and kind of let it, this is part of the access service. So rolling it back into our topic real quick. I just want, go ahead. Nikki, you triggered something. So I saw you get triggered. And I was I wanted to raise my hand. I didn't know what that part was. No, it wasn't a trigger something. No, it ain't that, but I, I just, but, for the novice, right? Mm -hmm. For the novice. Not just me. Some people come into full awareness. So you said energy, right? So let's break this energy thing down, right? Because not everybody is holistic or into right, the different signs. Different signs and, you know. I'm bringing myself over here with you. Oh, gotcha. I got you. We're a team. We, we is he. So I like, for anybody who wants to, you know, jump in on that. Let's break down this energy thing so we can be understand for the novice who don't even know what energy, I mean, what energy to look looks like right. from a holistic standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you was talking about the energy is shifting in the earth, right? Which is cool. Like it really, Which is really cool. is. Which is cool. But not everybody's understanding that. They hear you, but they're not hearing you. You see what I'm saying? They just don't understand. They, <laughs> they're listening, but they, they don't understand. So break that down. And by all means, if you, uh, Toya, you got something to say, Bobby B, add on. Let's get into it. Before I, you have something you want to add, Toya? No. Okay. 
All right. What I mean by that is, um, so everybody that, that's listening, they're going to hear me through their filter. So for some people, what I said means um, the end of the world is about to happen. Right. <laughs> for some people, it means, you know, cataclysm and chaos or whatever. For some people, it, it so for everybody, it's gonna it's gonna mean something different based on their own filter. What I'm saying is, we are in the middle of a change. There's a yeah. there's change. You can even look at it as a paradigm shift. A paradigm shift. Where where it's where it's an age that is ending, and after every age, there is a new age. Mm -hmm. so after every end, there is a beginning. Mm -hmm. so we are about to experience, you know, for. For some people, it is going to be the end of the world. For some mm -hmm. people, it is the apocalypse, right? right. So, so, but for, but after every end, there's a new beginning. And so we have the opportunity now to prepare ourselves and, and decide what role we're going to play in this new beginning. So that's why the healing has to happen. That's why the shadow has to be seen because we can't take our baggage with us right we it won't it won't serve anybody right so that's that's kind of what i mean okay. if i may add this it's up to us to recognize the change or shift in energy some people accept it and see it for what for what you know i i like to see it as well um and others choose not you know, they're desensitized to the whole, you know, end to something beginning or beginning to something that is end or, um, and they don't see the change in energy for what it is, or they don't acknowledge it. And so um, you have to let those individuals, you know, be who they are. And while we on the other side that see the energy and the revelation and things that are manifesting and that are changing, I think it's just a matter of choice of how people choose to look at things or if they accept it or not. And um, and Buddha, I'm sure the, the typical novice probably don't accept it or recognize it or see it for um, a shift in energy. All right. Um, Can I add something real quick to that? Slide in, baby. Um, <laughs> what I what identified just over the course of my awakening is that we're looking many people are looking for this big great thing mm -hmm. this one or you know that grit that big great thing because especially those that are coming from a biblical perspective there's this big thing okay but in reality it is it is a metaphor. It's a lot of metaphors in mm -hmm. the Bible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, if you actually look at what's happening metaphorically, <laughs> you are actually in Revelations. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. We have the plague. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have the flood. Katrina just you know we had that. We've had the thing we've had the fires in freaking california okay 
So you've been going through the thing, the big thing. <laughs> That's the thing. But because, and no offense to anyone, no Christianity, no religion of no sort of any, no, no pastors or no persons of the cloth of no sort. But if it was really taught to us the right way through the generations, we would have a better understanding that it is for, for what it really, what the book Biblios really is and the content of it and how it is to be utilized and how it applies in our now in a lot, you know, the alignment. But I, you know, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not about to fight nobody, okay? But I mean, I'm just saying we are in the time of the thing. <laughs> what 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 we in? We have sexual orientation preferences. We have all of the things that's in the book, in the now, right in the now, now. We have the plague, as I said. We have the plague. We're calling it a pandemic. We have the fires. We have the flood. We've had the thing. So you, we've been in the thing. We've been, we've been in the big thing to be the beginning for the new beginnings to happen. We've been forced into this new beginning, but all new beginnings have, there has to be that turmoil. You know what I mean? And so we've been in it. And so now the awakening is happening. And so, so many people are going to come. All wasn't designed to make it. it. It just was, was, it is what it is. It was written. All won't make it. But so now here we are in the people that's making it and we are putting out this information about the self-awareness so that you can understand that it begins with yourself as an individual, no matter what you've been taught, don't, don't, don't exclude, don't put a push away what you've been feeling, your emotions. It's time to deal with that mm -hmm. so that you can have a better way of understanding, especially with regards to the emotional energy. Yeah. Oh, okay. You understand? And so what is emotional energy? It is the feeling, sensation, and psychological reaction that makes a specific emotion positive or negative. Got that? Understood. That's the emotional energy. Let me say that again. It is a feeling, sensation, and physiological, excuse me, physiological reaction that makes a specific emotion positive or negative. So we've been in it. Okay. You've been feeling the feeling. Now how are you going to deal with it? Yeah. I, I, I think it's... Go ahead. Yeah. I think it's, it's very important... If we want to have a grip on emotional energy and love, if we want to um, a, a couple it with self-awareness, I feel very strongly that we have to have a very stable, mature level of emotional intelligence because we have to be able to understand and filter and then yet apply that energy. Absolutely. What do you say about that, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just um, 
I'll, I'll say this, and I'll speak from personal perspective, right? And kind of from the uh, backing up up to here. In the beginning, I learned about the law of attraction, and uh, personally, I, I was pissed off. I was pissed off. <laughs> like, what do you mean I'm attracting this stuff to me, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm needed, right? Because I'm not aware that I'm creating my reality, right? And so, initially, man, I was pissed. Let me tell you, I was pissed, right? Because I didn't understand that everything is me pushed out. My, yes. environment, my environment is a product yes. going on yes. in my mind. My friends are a product of what's going on in my mind. My money is a product of what's going on in my mind. Everything that's going on in my life is a product of what's in here. So the issue that we face, we were facing is that we lived in a time where we were pushing that those uh, thoughts, feelings, and emotions out on everyone else, right? And so, so for the men, I'll say it like this. You know, you, you go to the game, and you're watching the sports game. And you're like, come on, man. I, I paid my money, man. What you, look at this lazy guy. He, you know, what you're saying is, look, man, I paid some money because I thought you were diligent. Mm -hmm. I paid my money because I thought you were committed. I paid my money because I thought you were waking up early, going to sleep late, and this is what you do. Right. So I paid my money for this and I want to see the result of what I think you can do based on my loyalty to you. And so we push out that energy onto a team, onto an organization, into a job, into all these things that are external, not realizing that the mirror should be on self. So this self-awareness, the new perspective becomes is that let me take my mind off these external things. Now, COVID has taken away the sports has taken away the, the job, has taken away the stuff. And now you're in the house with the kid. You're in the house with the spouse. You have to look at yourself in the mirror. And now you got to ask yourself, are you waking up early, going to sleep late? Are you putting in the diligence that you was putting on, telling LeBron he need, to show, he need to make it happen? Are you making it happen? Do you have on your own team family jersey putting it down, right? See, we tend to live outside ourselves Right. And put more weight on other people and tell them to show up, be committed, be consistent, make it happen and so on and so forth. This this revelation is now that's the end of that. <laughs> we're going to see, are you willing to do what you were telling everybody else to do? Mm -hmm. And now when that, when that mirror goes up, that self-awareness, you're like, oh, man, I was I was a little I was um, I was a little tough. I was a, I was a little tough. See, we hard on other people than we are on ourselves. When it comes to me, when I found a law of attraction, when things are going good, I pat myself in the back. Man, I, oh, I did that thing. Oh, I, I you see, I did. But then when it go bad, it was like, well, I don't get the promotion because of him. My boss don't like me. My, my girlfriend's acting up. My wife, you know, but the kids, what's wrong? You know, it's everybody else's fault. You said, but no, it's man. easier. Yeah. You, if you show up early, stay up late, do some homework, figure it out, be consistent and be committed, you could get the same results in your own personal life. And the revelation is, it's time for you to show up for your own team, which is mm -hmm. team self, team family, team friends, right? And mm -hmm. a lot of people can't do that because they've been practicing the external. It's everybody else, not me. So the revelation is self-awareness becomes, nope, the mirror's on you. You can't, there's no team to yell at. There's no, there's nobody else to yell at. Either you the right woman for the job or you're not. That's right. the revelation. And that for some people is scary as hell. And it scared the crap out of me. Right. So 
for me, that's self-awareness. It's time for you to show up for yourself, level up and go to the next level. Some people saying, oh, but you, I'm not that person. This is who I am. I'm always going to be this way. Well, you're always going to have that experience. Unfortunately, the world's changing. So if, you, if you're not 100% happy with the way you are currently and the world's changing, can that same old self survive in the new world? And the ch- and chances are it's not because the only thing that's permanent is change. So you have to evolve. You have to level up. You have mm-hmm. to become a person. And for me, I, you know, you don't be straight, have to. I mean, well, you, you don't, don't have, have to. to. You don't have to. But for me, that was scary because I wasn't happy with all the results I was getting. I needed to level up and I wasn't. I was blaming other people, pointing the finger at other people and, and the world's moving. And I realized, you know what? You know, I got to a point, man, I, I, was, I felt like I was out on the island by myself. My wife's sitting right next to me, but I feel alone. It's, it's dark. It's cold. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it <laughs> straight up. I don't, I don't know if I can make this, right? right? But the beautiful thing about life and this human experience is that we have the ability. We've been afforded. We're not in the divine where there's infinite, right? We're in time. And so time allows you to put day after day to put one foot in front of the other. Keep practicing, keep practicing. And eventually how you practice is how you play. And then you can show up for the game. And you realize I could fall down, it's cool. At least I know what not to do. I can make a mistake, that's cool. I'll just switch this up over here. And you realize that failure is not failure. Mistakes are not mistakes. You can adjust. They say a rocket heading to his destination is off course 90% of the time. That for me was comforting because a lot of times that rocket will hit its destination. So I could be off 90% of the time. If I just keep course correcting every day, just change a little bit, do a little bit better, push a little bit harder, I can make my destination. And I don't have to be right 100% of the time. I only got to be right 10% of the time. That was comforting to figure out in my life. So to answer your question, Buddha, the people who don't know, I hopefully I just walked you through what it looked like in a simple form, using me as an example, as a screw up, and eventually figuring out, hey, I'm not that person anymore. That's the beautiful thing. And it didn't even take that long. It was just my willingness to keep course correcting on a daily basis. Same thing I want LeBron to do, keep practicing so he can play better. I just keep practicing. I play better. You know better, you do better. Is that what they say? Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really? You want me to come after that? <laughs> I mean, you know, of course. You Buddha. Buddha always got something on the beat. You got something. Let him fool you. You got something. Uh-huh. I'm good. But no, I'm going to go back. I mean, you said that, but I'm going to go back to something Baby was talking about as far as, you know, religion, the Bible, and all that stuff. Yes. Right. And that's what they need to do, you know what I'm saying? You know, the Bible talks about love, but it doesn't tell you how to love. It tells you how to love in a certain way, but it doesn't break it down in a way that you need to understand it. You know what I'm saying? I think it does. It does? In my opinion, yeah, I, I do. Love is kind. I think we all know what it means to be kind. Love is forgiving. Well, love doesn't hold grudges. I think we understand that. Well, what I, what I mean by so. I'm going to tell y'all, and I'm going to let you finish. But that Bible, if you read it for what it is, word for word, precept upon precept, the creator 
wasn't no joke. Oh, not at all. Okay. Yeah. And he will he will annihilate in the I, name I believe of love. that you can frustrate people's cool. grace. Okay. I was just saying, so go ahead. And, and, and that was a, and, and the creator was a prime example because you frustrate his grace, he laying the law down. Well, all I'm saying is you're not wrong. I'm going to say you're not wrong, but what I'm saying to you is to break down the understanding because at the end of the day, you can look at love one way. If you read the Bible, you'll look at it one way and not mm -hmm. understand the full scope of what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because what I got out of that was agape, the agape love, understanding the unconditional love. You can understand that from that point, but you're not really understanding the romantic love unless you read Solomon. He talks about all this love languages and stuff like yeah. that. Right. But to understand how to love your brother, how to love if you, you'll miss the boat, if it ain't. No, I don't think so because the, the Bible tells us to love our brother, our neighbor as thyself. And so I mean, that's why you, you, you're talking about commandments. Yeah. Well, give me the stories. You see what I'm saying? You yes. And, and you can so tell me one thing, but show me show me by, you know, by the diagrams, okay? You're going to tell me about a story that I may or may not relate to. You see what I'm saying? And if I can't relate to it, I'm not going to grasp it. No. You see what I'm saying? Right, but you have to be able to take the parables and the metaphors and, and, and apply it to yourself as best as possible. So you know that you love yourself. How do you love yourself? Well, you're going to be kind to yourself. You're going to be selfless towards yourself. You are going to treat yourself right. And, and that is how you are commanded or how it is expected for you to treat others. Well, I mean, you can look at it that way or you could say, I need to survive and I'm going to do whatever it takes to survive. Okay. That changes, that changes the perspective of love thyself because you're only doing it to benefit thyself. And your benefiting thyself may not help Joe Blow or your family or whoever else who come across well, your what, path. What does survival have to do with how you love yourself? I guess I'm- Well, because at the end of the day, I mean, you want to live right. comfortably within your own skin. Well, I would probably say it with that, with regards to what he, how he's putting it, when you go into survival mode, mm -hmm. it's um it's a self it's a selfish <laughs> act. Mm -hmm. It's a selfish act, selfish, selfless love. I mean, but you're being selfish when you go into survival mode because it it does come to a point where you well it can come to a point where. I gotta do what I gotta do for me and mine. And it may not agree. And it you. may not align with other people. Right. So meaning I gotta take one for the team, because if that's what's gonna stand between my children having a roof over their head, food, clothes, you know, lights and whatever, right. I may have to be I may have to subject myself to something. Extremely compromising. <laughs> that I don't I think that I don't somebody think that else would be like, oh, she, they're going to point fingers at me. But I don't think that takes away from your opportunity to love. 
it, I'm not thinking about love. Love wouldn't even be on the table at that point. Does it really? No, but it doesn't really because like when we talk about love languages, right? It will take away because if you think of what you need over the need of somebody you love in the language of that we're talking about in love, right? Then it may not line up. So you always talk about getting a partner that lines up to what you need, right? In order to make life comfortable for you. But it may not be comfortable for said other person. So the understanding of where we at, and that's that's why I was saying like selfishness and the re I mean, it goes like further and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And but you ask that question, why do people lie, right? They lie because they want to control the narrative. What is controlling the narrative doing, right? Showing somebody else how you need to be loved, but not necessarily how you want to love somebody else, right? But what I'm saying is just because you lie doesn't mean that you don't love. Well, just I mean, you may, you may not love. There's levels. We, we pretty much identify. There's different levels, obviously, right, right. to the love. It may not be the love that the individual wants to have reciprocated to right. them. So, cool. you know, that. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just playing like it could be different for different people because Absolutely. they don't walk that path that you walk. You know what I'm saying? Right. What you got to say, Bobby? Two of the viewers, um, these little confidence factor brothers, they tuning in, so I'm going with yeah, it. Good. Hey, confidence factor. Lamont, Thank you. Lamont says, husband, love your wife like you love yourself. And then Darian uh, came back and said, the challenge is what happens if you don't love yourself. Boom. Right. But if you don't learn, if you don't understand how to love self, because you never had the opportunity to love self, because as Nikki and you, you know, y'all look at it differently. You know, you thought love and you thought sex was love at one point in your life until you learned differently. And that's a part of the human experience, right? And this is what's so beautiful about the time that we live in. Right. With the opportunity, that old uh, mindset that we've been fooled with thinking that there's lack, insufficiency, and not enough. Come on, now, there's people that make $2,000 a minute. <laughs> there's people that make $2,000 That tells me that there's enough money for everybody, right? Because there's a lot of people that are millionaires and, and billionaires. So I got to stop and think. I said, well, if I do the calculation, we could spread this money across. But then I, I go back to what money is. Money is only printed because I'm alive. Mm-hmm. The more people that, that get born, they print more money. And if we run out, they just print more money. So it's not that we don't have enough. It's that we don't have the right mindset of the disbursement of what's enough. And so our illusion, right, for people who look like us, talk like us, a lot of times we think, I got to survive me and mine. But the awakening is saying, oh, time out, time out, hold on. We don't need to operate like that. How many tomatoes you got? How many, how many chickens you got? What do you got? And we can begin to share with one another. There's a new mind and a new wave that is coming through. And so there are people who, there are communities out there, man, our, woo, our society has been designed, Nikki always say, the system not broken, is designed that way. And so, but with this awakening that's happened, we coming online and we like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. There's enough money for everybody. Who is pulling the strings on this thing here? 
right? And so we, we you ain't going to pull no more strings on us no more. That, that's not happening. We go, and we all going to eat, right? We all going to eat. And so with that mindset, as we are changing with the mind, we change internally, it changes externally. Because we had a mind to think self and, and there's not enough and lacking insufficiency, our environment is a product of that. You say, okay, well, why is there garbage in the ghetto? Dude, because we say that's not my fault. It's not my responsibility. When you go in another neighborhood, they go you know, they go in the suburb, they go jogging, they got a cup. What is this cup doing here? Pick up this cup, jog all the way home, and put it in the trash because I live here. But, but I needed you to say that right there, bro. It's two different minds. Yeah. So our mind is coming online to say, no, we're we going to change things up. We're going to share. We're going to operate together. God, you say, it, it was simple, right? You got the whole Bible. I, and I, I don't want to take it all the way out there, so I'm going to keep it simple like this, right? It's two things. It's, it's, it's three things, but the, the third is like on the second, right? Is it love God. With all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. We because they they try to catch Jesus. They kind of they try to catch him. They try it's okay. This cat think he's smart. We're gonna get him right here, right? <laughs> so we say, well, which look, which which thing is great, and how do you move this and do it? He said, Oh, look, look here, look at here. <laughs> Pharisees, scribes, all y'all educated. I ain't even gotta be that smart, right? <laughs> Love God with all your whole mind, heart, and soul. He said, right. Who's God? God is your own wonderful human imagination. He said, whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are a good report, think on those things. Don't think nothing else. Don't think nothing else. But what about, no, 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 stop. <laughs> Only think on those things. Don't go nowhere. That is God right there. If you stay right there, that's God. Whatever you could come up this good, great, and wonderful, that is God. Don't move from there. He said, but, but over there, they, he said, why are you over there? over there i told you think over here if you do that you're good that's the first one the next one he said he said love god with everything you got and then he said now watch this this is the trick love buddha like you love yourself he said say say, love buddha like i love me but i put you before me but if i love buddha like buddha love me if i give i receive doing others like you want done unto you so it's a trick (laughs) love buddha like, I love me. So, Buddha, what's up, baby? How you doing? Hug him, love him. What you need, baby? You got it? I ain't even got to have a lot. I could be short. I said, Buddha, say you need it. Here you go, my brother. Love you, baby. You know, whatever. And Buddha going to say, yo, I remember this one time, man, I was down on my last. B was down on his last. He gave it up to me. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, yo, B, what's, what, what's happening, brother? You got everything you need over there? Yo, man, I'm short two tomatoes. But, bro, I'm on my way with them two tomatoes right there. If everybody starts doing that, there is no lack and no insufficiency. So, the trick is to be selfless and love others like you love yourself. So there's only two rules. Love God, love my brothers, and love my sister. If I get them two down, I'm automatically loved. And, and that's what he say. That's what Darian says. I am love. Once I do that, I practice that all day, every day. I don't know what else to say. Oh, I feel it. I can't ever fall off. No man can fall off if he just stay on the two. Love God. The best thing that you could think of is God. Just only think that and then love your peoples. Don't, don't do nothing except love them hard. If you do that, your people's going to love you hard. We straight. The third law, I, could, I don't even got to do it. It comes to me automatically. And I wish I could tell you I was smart enough to know that on my own. I learned that by falling on my face and getting Follow it wrong. Us. 
the whole time, right? That's the only way to learn the trials and the tribulations. But, you know, a lot of people don't learn from it, from the trials and tribulations. That's the only way to learn. Yeah, that's one way. That's you don't. You don't gotta do uh, like the boy said. You don't gotta do how B did it. You, I, I can watch him <laughs> fall on his face, and I can learn what not yeah. to do. Right. Like, oh, what you but I mean, well, maybe I should. Let me rephrase it. It's through the trials and tribulations that you do learn. It's through the walking of the journey because you're not gonna hit the mark every time perfectly. No, and that's you know what I mean. Brothers and your sisters, because if you're gonna be, a, oh, I got survivor. All right, go survive on the island. You, you survivor, go survive by yourself. Go in sol- gonna make it. Go in oh. solitary confinement and see how long you last. You oh, ain't okay. lasting because you need each other. And when you realize you need each other, you stop saying, I- "I'm gonna me and my- no." You're gonna cut that shit out. That's gonna you're gonna x that quick because you're gonna be like, "Nah, I'm gonna look out because I may need you one day." And if everybody's looking out for one another, where are we going to fall short at? And if we do yeah. fall short, you say, yo, like we're doing confidence factor. That brother right there, everybody loved on him. He going through it. Everybody get him. Yo, what's up, bro? How you feeling, bro? Hey, we checking on you, bro. He getting 24 calls, 24 hours a day. He can't fall off. Somebody got him. No, I spoke to him last hour. I spoke to him two hours ago. I spoke to him three. Where are you going to fall? Where are you going to fall? The more brothers we get, we start checking on about a minute. He can't even look. Look, y'all, I can't even work. Y'all stop calling me. I'm good. I'm good. Cut the love. We gonna make you be good. Cut the love down, right? Block right. Numbers, but gonna... it's harder to fall when you're surrounded by love. Right. Oh my God. Right. I had to... that's really true to it too. I mean, I guess the hardest part about it, if it's gonna be hard, is you know they always say the martyr. You're a martyr in your own home. In certain and certain aspects, but the people that you really look in love for, they may not understand the transformation. So that always hinders your growth. Yeah. In certain yeah. if you let it, if you, you let it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't let it because when we was go, she went first. Like she's the old one. She went first, and and she she kept saying, "I'm gonna hold my frequency. I'm gonna hold my." What the hell are you talking about? Why you keep saying? Stop saying that. Drive me crazy. What you? <laughs> But she she held her frequency. Mm-hmm. She stayed anchored in her transformation. I kept mm-hmm. wanting things to go back, go back, how it was, how it was, how it was. She I kept, like the old you. Yeah, I like she, she did. Yeah, she no. yeah, she <laughs> she didn't move. And then eventually I was like, yo, like I don't like how this is going. So I had a choice. Straight up, pack up and leave, right? Oh, I could, ride away. <laughs> I decided right. to level up. And when I decided to level up, I realized I see what she was doing. She was evolving and changing and growing and developing. I was not. And so then I started to respect the fact that she could hold her frequency despite me. Then I started feeling bad because I was like, man, I gave her a hard time with that. Let me see what she told him talking about. Let me dip in my book. Let me see what's got my bit, my 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 wife attention while I'm right here slipping. Oh, let me. Let me see what she reading over here. Let me put my pinky toe in the wall. No, 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 no. What's he got? Yeah, Bobby. What's he got, Tony? Yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Go ahead, Tony. What's he got, Tony? You got. got I've enjoying. I've enjoying listening to you guys. No, that's good. That's good. I'm admiring. I'm admiring you guys. It's, It's amazing. This whole this whole conversation, I know our sip was probably like, what in the world? But it's all good because 
That's what we do. That's why we are here. Everything that we discuss tonight, you know, from sex being the reason behind, you know, the, the equating sex to love, to the emotional energy, uh, you know, the types of love and, and the love languages, all of it merged together into self-awareness. And truthfully, in order, I, I tell it all the time to my ladies group, look, it might be you, honey, that need to get it together. It's not always somebody else, but and, and and you know, I be checking me at the dough all the time. That's that dough. Make sure she's checking herself. Right. <laughs> but I'm a firm believer that progress is in progress. Okay? In all aspects. Progress is in progress. And what I mean by that is we may not necessarily see it happening because we don't see it happening but it is happening. It is happening. And I see it far more than few. It's just, it's happening. So progress is in progress. Go ahead. Let it go. You can see it happening. I'm going to tell you how you can see it happening. <clears throat> if you can zoom out your own like your here are your issues down here right if you can take yourself out of your issues and zoom out and look from a bird's eye view look down on the situation you can see the progress you can see you'll be you'll be inspired you'll be inspired to 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 mo to motivate other people you know but and that's why that's exactly why I keep I keep saying to people because they be like, well, they ain't doing this or they're not, I don't see it. I, no, progress, I tell him to, progress is in progress. We got to change it. We got to change the way we are seeing it. It's not that I don't necessarily see it all the time. I might not be able to put my hands on it, but I, in my spirit, universally, Progress is in progress, and how what he mean uh, by he tests me to see <laughs> he, how he tests me. I be like, shut the fuck up, Kwana. <laughs> you know, let I be mid conversation, and I be like, mm -mm. let me tell you, let me tell you when you, talk, you when you was talking, Nikki. I was like, is she talking about that special teacher, Davy? Oh, you talking about that? <laughs> I was looking at myself. I was like, so, you remember having so? this special? Yeah, yeah. Like we two different people. <laughs> Buddha had had a find himself moment with some specialty. And I wanna, I wanna honor, I wanna honor Toya as well, because I went on your Instagram. I went on your Instagram, and and let me tell you, I wanna respect and honor you because. You you said sexual intelligence, right? Right. Intelligence, and it took me to a whole different space. Yeah. I was like, I never even look at it like that. And then I started <laughs> following through. You were talking about the different types of orgasms you can have, and you know, I, I work out and stuff. And I was like, man, you can get that from the workout. Thought I felt a couple of 
but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. So when I started thumbing through, like you had so much great information. I was like, yo, she really, honestly, when I first read it, I'm gonna be straight with you. They know me, I'm gonna be real. I was like, what do you mean sexual intelligence? I was like, that's kind of dope. I was like, I hope this ain't, this ain't no fluff. And I, when I started going through, I was like, yeah. This, and I found myself in there like 30 minutes learning yeah. about sex. And I was like, damn, there's a lot I did not know, right? Yeah, that's, that, that's my mantra, that's my goal, to build sexual intellect and to empower the people and help people just grow. You know, just like you have your IQ, you have your SQ, you have your Thanks. EQ for emotional intelligence, but my, my prime focus, my baby is sexual intelligence. Yeah, and we as African-Americans, we think we know it all. We think we know it all when it comes to sex. And it can't even name all of the proper body parts of the female anatomy, but think they know it all about sex. Hey, man. So I, I just want to touch the man in the boat. But anyway, so <laughs> we're going to be closing the show. But while we're closing the show, since you rolled, kind of rolled right into Thank it. Thank you, Bobby and Nikki. Bobby, um, well, while you're talking, go ahead um, and tell the people where they can find you, uh, LaToya, and tell them why I called you Toy's Toy Box. Yes, so I am Toya. My business is Toy's Toy Box, and we focus on sexual intelligence. We do that by way of um, hosting Toy's Toy Box parties, and a lot of people get it confused because they think that we sell (laughs) sexual toys, but what we do is we we provide uh, sexual intelligence and information, Um, and we do that by hosting parties, seminars, webinars. I do have um, a a webinar coming up on September 18th, and it's called Teach Me How to Squirt. And so we are going to um, focus (laughs) on the female anatomy and getting women that work to that point of being able to have an orgasm. They squirt, yes. It's a free event. Um, we're doing cash giveaways, we're doing uh sex toy giveaways. I mean, it's going to be uh, just the school of school of squirting. We're going to teach ladies how to squirt, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be informative, and um, we're going to build to sexual into, uh, intellect. I need to be in the room. Write it down, Nikki. Make sure you put it in your calendar, Nikki. Okay, very good. Do I need to? Okay, put it. This is Nikki's pen, and I'm gonna write it for her. <laughs> but you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I have a YouTube channel. It is Toys Toy Box. Um, yes, Toys Toy. And when we say the Toy Box, we're not just talking about toy. We're talking about the box. The box. The box. The box. Okay. Okay. Bobby, how many pins did you pull out? I said you pull out. So, so Bobby. All right. It's everywhere. <laughs> Please note, you're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. <laughs> so, <laughs> Simples, I hope y'all stay on 
until the very end. I hope this was very informative for you all. All right. I'm just saying for the record because you wanted to see this part and you wanted to get that information about September 18th. Um, Latoya Toys Box, you can find her on all of her platforms at run that back again. Uh, Toys Toy Box, Instagram, Facebook, um, the YouTube channel. Um, and you can also visit our website. We, um, we book our parties through Booksy. Um, so, and we have parties with demonstration and without demonstration. So, hold on. If For those who ain't understanding, book party with demonstration. So, what does that mean? What does demonstration mean? I, I have a really, really cute model that comes out, and depending oh, on okay. the topic <laughs> that I post, no, Toy doesn't demonstrate. Toy doesn't okay. demonstrate. But no Toy has a, a model that's bad. She looked like Nikki over there, and oh. um, and she and she demonstrates for the people. <laughs> Love me some Nikki. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Very good. And we'll make sure we get the all of the information for her contact, uh, you know, associated in, 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 and we'll make sure we have that posted, okay? For revelation, um, I'm not, baby. I'm in good time. Okay, okay. So, so now. I was one more thing. So Bobby and Boho Babies. Talk about it. Let's talk about Boho Babies. Boho Babies, put it out there. Tell me, how can they reach you, understand exactly what you do and what you bring to this world? So what I bring to this world... Speak up for the people in the bike. Right. Oh, um, I have a jewelry company called Boho Baby, and what I do is I take the metaphysical properties of stones and I help people with particular issues. Or if you're wanting to manifest something in your life, um, I can set you up with the right stone, the right combination. I also do a, um, I'm a BQH practitioner, and that is basically, it's like, it's a, it's a form of hypnosis mm -hmm. um, where I use altered states of consciousness to help you to reprogram um, things in your life that you want to, like, overcome. That's great. Ah! <laughs> She's super cool. Bye-bye. Tell them about you. Okay. I am Bobby B. I am a real estate investor and coach. Um, I'm a speaker. And also, I, um, I'm an author now, an author. Congratulations. Uh, yay. So uh, we have a book on Amazon, Seven Steps to Unstoppable Confidence. Uh, co-wrote the book with two of my confidence backer brothers. Uh, and we, I am part owner of uh, Confidence Factor for men. And uh, you can find us on confidence factor on facebook and we have an upcoming challenge for men who are looking to shift their paradigm and uh you know grow and develop so we deal mostly with entrepreneurs aspiring entrepreneurs and professionals so that's what i do and you target men for confidence factor target men uh and also i'm a confidence coach as well so a lot of people are looking to uh redevelop their confidence uh, I was one of those people back in the day. I was like, what do you need confidence for? Like, you know, I just did things. And then, you know, at one point I lost my confidence and I had to regain my confidence. And I finally understood that, you know, sometimes people need to be built back up. So I help you find the best attributes within yourself and help you to build upon those attributes to get you either back to your state of confidence or to develop a state of confidence mindset. Okay. All right. Fair. I 
Oh, you have some last words? Amen. I'm going to give you my word. Tune in next Wednesday. APL. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Anyway, so as we're wrapping up, as you know, we had Latoya of uh, uh, Toys Toy Box. We had Nikki Jenkins, Boho Baby, Bobby Jenkins, uh, excuse me, Robert. Bobby B inspires the beautiful, uh, the the beautiful, beautiful Bobby, Bobby as Buddha would call him. <laughs> and uh, why do we have them? Well, because we did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I thought somebody said something as they as they say. Oh, okay, because we did. Um, if you are interested in being a part of the show, obviously you have some added value. To an uh to a topic that we may have coming up, or if you have a topic that you may have some expertise in of some sort, please feel free to hit us up in our inbox. Uh, preferably, we would like for you to go to our website, our web page, actual web page, which is BuddhaAndBaby.com, and you will go to the topics the middle section. That is where you can put down topics, suggestions, um, if you have a product uh, or something that you would like for us to potentially showcase on the show um, and an upcoming episode of some sort, um, we can review it and go through that and discuss back and forth with you. And, you know, we have accumulated a list of things. So as we are growing and we are maturing in our craft and we're becoming great in what we do, you're going to find, and obviously with the, t- the paradigm shift, we're going to have people coming on our show that won't be sitting next to us. We're going to be doing this by way of Zoom and other different platforms if necessary, but for now, we're going to be utilizing the Zoom, as is most of the, the you know, people in the industry okay so don't be alarmed if you see this happening again because that's the goal is for us to network and to flourish and to grow uh and and we'll be ending our series in a couple more weeks we wanted to go through a few more weeks of just this uh the way we're handling it because it is so deep of a conversation look at what we're talking about tonight we're talking about love and then the emotional energy surrounding it and how it correlates with your self-awareness. And then we had these subtopics that came popping in, talking about sex, talking about, you know, people's perception uh, just because of how they, you know, of love from the way that their their cultural background, you know, their foundation began and so forth. So there's so many things that you're not even thinking about until you start thinking about it. And then you're like, damn, I ain't never thought about it. Now you're thinking about it. Here you go. Okay. And then we just made this one week and all you'll be doing is like, well, damn, but why you ain't talking about this? That was good. But then, okay, so here we go. Now tell a friend to tell a friend, like, follow, share, this will be uploaded onto our audio platform, so you don't necessarily have to see us, but you want to see all of our lovely faces. But in the likelihood that you are unable to watch it physically, you know, you will be able to have the audio platform, and we are on all of them. Google. We're on the Google Podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple, the iTunes. We're on 
Breaker, Stitcher. I mean, we're on at least nine, ten audio platforms alone. Mm -hmm. Never mind the fact we do have the YouTube channel and you can catch up on our previous episodes and seasons on the YouTube channel. So make sure you go on there, click on the bell to turn on your notifications so that in the likelihood you want to pass this on to someone that may know somebody that knows somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Here we go. Because we are a very diversified platform, so we are able to provide you information, not just on sexual content or silliness and so forth, but we are bringing you a very um, mature, diversified platform, I feel. that. What do you think? I'm with you, but I'm going to say one thing, and I'm going to close it out and shut my mouth. You go and do it. Shut so up. I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to give a shout out to the company. Factor men, you know what I'm saying? For any fella who is looking for upliftment, ideas on how to enrich yourself, not just you, but your family and people around you, come check it out, man. I'm a part of this. Right. I'm a part of this. So come check it out. You know, it's for all of us. Because I'm thankful for y'all too. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I don't really talk about I don't really talk about a lot of different things that I do, but that's one of them that I do do that I should talk about more. So it is what it is. Much can love. We, can we give a gift? Can we give something to your audience? Yeah. Okay. We we want to donate a bracelet to the show. Um. So whoever has commented on the show the most tonight during your show, we want to give them. One of the Boho Baby uh, bracelets, B-O-H-O-B-A-B-I-E.com. So whoever comments the most um, during the show tonight, we want to go ahead and give them a bracelet. All right. So you're going to see the comments on the page. And um, when do you want it to be only on the live show or do you want to have it extend through? How do you want to do it? Well, what we do is, um, I'm gonna. How about you yeah. go in and you pick the person? Yeah, you it's pick the person. It's gonna be a fifty dollar value. Hmm. So you you get to choose because you know you're. Uh -huh. All right. I just wanted to know if you wanted to cut it as of the live, or if we wanted to do it by eight o'clock in the morning, or something like that. Just donate. You you got yeah. Do do it how you think is the best. We trust. Okay. You. We just want to. So, we're going to um <clears throat> let's do that because this is definitely a surprise <laughs> not to say that we ought to make them go in there and talk but they'll come in if they watch it if they're watching and they find out if they if they really are following too late all right it's too late you ain't coming enough <laughs> I mean, you know it's okay because we are we do understand that everyone can't be on live but we do try to be fair in that we'll give you until 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to recap, you know, catch the show. And um, I'm a definite, because I be on it, dog on it. <laughs> I'll be having a hard close, and I'll let you know. And I'll let uh, Nikki know, Nikki and or Bobby both. Uh, uh, about by 8 a.m. in the morning on um, 
who may or may not. Hey, if you made one comment, you it. If you made three comments, you it. I'm just saying. So thank you all. We had a wonderful night. I know I enjoyed myself. Next time, next week, same energy. 8 a.m. Excuse me, 8 p.m. I'm talking about 8 a.m. That's my yeah. number. Hey. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Y'all see if y'all heard, y'all heard my dog, my Southern drawing. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. the drink just hit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very Nikki, Nikki, what's your Instagram handle? Um, at Boho Baby. B-O-H-O-B-A-B-I-E. Boho Baby. And bohobaby.com. Love you too, Annie. Thank you. What's your, what's your um Instagram, Toya? Well, Bobby's uh, Instagram. I just I just followed you. Okay. Right, um. And see, this is how networking takes place mm-hmm. right here. So anybody that's interested in any one of us, obviously, you are able to come through. Make sure you share this. This is that's the most vital part of it. It's free. <laughs> Who knew? It's free. <laughs> Just send it out. The tell a friend to tell a friend. It's it is what it is. All right, baby. What you got for me? Oh, I'm right here. I'm just saying. <laughs> I need mean, love, goddamn. <laughs> hmm. Y'all know. Y'all know. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, he went that way. Oh, I'm in my load of my clothes. Sometimes I stay at the wall. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hey, that was some real shit right there, nigga. I'm about to go ahead. I'm gonna need another smile. Hold on, y'all. Hey, that's bad.